0: Hello, hello, and welcome, everybody, back to Fallout Asia. We are here today after a ridiculously long hiatus. My apologies to everybody in our community, as well as to the players. Uh, life happens and things are crazy, but we are finally back and we are going to be able to see what the heck is going on with the Sun Moon Lake Resort, uh, as our intrepid adventurers make their way into the ruins. Uh, I'm going to have our players do their intros, uh introduce yourself and who you are playing, and then <clears> I'm going to have our uh our player here, paul do their uh their recap so we can get back up to speed for our game. Uh so let's start off with Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Uh yeah, uh
1: Captain Mark i on Discord. Um playing the uh, uh, mysterious Sean Dalton in uh, this game, uh, Fallout uh, on your Fridays. I'm mean, in um, Capricious' uh, Saturday cyberpunk game as well. We'll be re- resuming that tomorrow. Um, you can also find me over at twitch.tv forward slash Heroes in Theory on Sunday nights for D&D. Uh, don't think of anything else. No, that'll be it. Um, thanks for watching and I hope you Enjoy.
2: Thank you. Uh, Raven, go for it. Hi, I'll be playing um, Camacho, your Merc survivor. Uh, you can find me all over the internet at Doña Teresa Carvalho. Thank you. Thank you
3: much. Johnny, go for it. I'm Johnny Drop, and that's uh, what you can find me on over in the Cyber Nation Uncensored Discord. Um, you can find me here every Friday and Saturday night. Uh, Tonight I'll be playing Minsky, the quirky little nurse handy bot. Um, And if you'd like, you can also go check out my SoundCloud at Arxon. Awesome, thank you much. Logar, go for it.
4: Hey, I'm uh, Logar the Ogar. I play a uh, Merc survivor named Val Jacobs. He is an American stuck in uh, post-apocalyptic Taiwan. Um, You can find me at twitch.com. TV slash LogarTheOgar, twitter.com slash LogarTheOgar, and you can also find an Instagram for me and my cat at uh Twig and Logar.
0: Yeah. Alright, if you can drop me that link, I can add that into our uh, streaming links. Just pop it over on Discord and I can get that in a little bit. And uh Tracy, go for it. I'm Tracy. You can find me on uh, Twitter, uh,
5: Twitch, and Discord as SyncPalm007. Um, and I am playing Dr. Hojian Yu, the eccentric scientist who travels the waste with his Brahmin, the cutest Brahmin, um, And uh, yeah, super excited about today. So um, yeah, let's get to it.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Um, And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to, I'm actually going to clear out our queue on here. I'm going to return back some points to a couple of players who did not get their pointless random things from our last game um, and clear this out so we can prep for our upcoming uh, minus twos and plus twos. Uh, Don't forget that inside of uh, Twitch, you have our Cyber Coins, and you can do tons and tons of stuff to interact with our players here. Uh, Giving them a plus two on their next roll will make things a little bit more difficult. Giving them a minus two will give them a little bit of a boost in achieving their rolls. If you want to do something pointless and random, uh, we get plenty of those. It always adds a little bit of fun to the game. You can give our players a chance to deliver critical injuries introduce npcs introduce phone calls or holotapes and even give negative and positive plot twists um feel free to drop those in on there and our players as they know if you guys want to use your own channel points you can always feel free to do so but they can only apply to other players not for yourself uh, now, with that out of the way, uh, I am uh, GM Capricious Mate uh, Nature. Uh, I am here with our group for the Fallout Asia, and I also run our Cyberpunk Goes Nomad campaign uh, every single Saturday U.S. time. I'm going to drop in my links on here, and you guys can check out all of our different wonderful things, including our players' links. Uh, we have supplements over at cybernation uncensored i have all of my perchance generators that i use for stream up on reddit and you can find our music providers over on baseaperecords.com for baseape as well as over at bandcamp for a thousand reasons our second music provider um, we are back here for Fallout 2D20, and I'm going to let our player... Let me switch over to player names. Do, do, do. There we go. I'm going to let our player Jianyu give his recap from last session. So go ahead and get our viewers up to date.
5: All right. Uh, Journal of Dr. Uh, Ho Jianyu. Monday, October 20th. 2110, day 1967. After seeing the smoke rising from the resort area, we decided to divert off the main road and up the mountain ro- uh, mountain in order to collect some intel before heading into the ruins. Unfortunately, the wind kicked up, which made it difficult to travel, especially for Minsky. Um, Minsky's thrusters kept sputtering and swaying, uh, which sent Minsky all over the place. At the top, The wind was so bad that Minsky's eye stalks were flailing like the arms of an inflatable tube man. Oh, pardon me, Val. I did not intend to impact you with my eye. Uh, I heard Minsky say, between the wind and Minsky's help, we were unable to pinpoint the source of the smoke. By this time, we only had a couple hours left in the day. and decided it's best to scavenge a little and make camp uh, in the homestay near the top. Uh, First, we started... At Rainbow Containers, a beautiful motel made of cargo containers painted in the colors of the rainbow. Minsky found himself a wonderful purple cane. Uh, I wonder if that'll help him uh, steady himself in the winds. Um, Sean offered to watch Dynamo so I could search as long as she doesn't shit on my shoes. Uh, The second I turned my back, Dynamo defecated on Sean's feet. He was quite displeased that the fertilizer was running and got inside his shoes. The Tato's must have disagreed with Dynamo as well. Then we moved up uh, the way to the family store, and Val insists on searching nearly collapsed building. I'm surprised it didn't fall down around him. But Val came out with some blanco and an impressive gold bag of ramen. Uh, at the homestay, we found an unfortunate clerk who opted out of the apocalypse. It appears he'd been subsisting entirely on sugar bombs now val keeps going on and on about how wonderful it'd be to eat nothing but sugar bombs and the occasional fancy
6: <laughs>
5: i don't know how americans can stand eating so much sugar in the end we found some food drink weapons ammo and even armor overall camacho was the most fortuitous of our group uh, she found a full suit of security armor and a working holotape player uh, if we can find some holotapes maybe camacho will let me record my uh, journals on a new player on top of that, Camacho found some sugar, some of the sugar bombs that Val's uh, all so desperate for.
0: All right, uh, so that is our recap from our previous session. Uh, things were getting a little bit a uh, little bit crazy. Prior, we had uh, fights that they dealt with, and they made their way all the way up to a uh, a, a nice little area where they got some spite. Uh, They were able to get away from the explosions and the dogs uh, for at least one night. And where we left off was each of our wonderful explorers made their way into the homestay. They started heading up into the rooms and they finally got some rest on some pretty well-preserved mattresses that were left over from uh, pre-war. And they were able to get a full night's sleep. Uh, now, as the day dawned and the morning opened up, uh, our our explorers noticed that there was something amiss. Uh, Jianyu was no longer in the shared room that he had had with a couple of the others, and there was a mysterious black streak, some kind of viscous trail that exited out from a corner of one of the room's down into the hallway and down the stairs. Now, our players wake up to this. They have no idea where Jianyu is, but we do open up on Jianyu. Where are you at and what are you doing? You find Jianyu sitting by himself out in
5: front of the homestay. The sun is barely peeking over the horizon. He sits quietly with a peach-shaped pastry in front of him and a burning stick of incense stuck in the ground next to it. Jianyu is eating a second pastry and drinking some tea while watching the sun rise over the lake. After a bit, he stands up and quietly says, "I will see you again," and then walks away. Written in the dirt in front of the pastry is, "Happy 214th birthday, Humia."
0: Right. So we have Jianyu chilling outside, wishing wishing somebody a very happy birthday very oddly numbered birthday 214, but he is sitting alone, and as the sun is starting to peek over the horizon, uh, as I said, our other players are waking up and they see this drag mark coming out of one of the rooms, from a corner to the center of the room, down the hallway and towards the stairs. Uh, So, uh, with our players here, Sean, Camacho, Minsky, and Val... The four of you have woken up. You're on the second floor of the homestay. If you recall, the third and fourth floor had collapsed in. So only the first and second were available to you guys. Uh, But what do all of you do?
4: So the the drag mark wasn't there when we went to sleep.
0: No, you did not see that before you went to sleep.
1: I
4: guess Val would
0: inspect the drag mark? All right. Uh, Go ahead and let's make our very first roll of the game. I'm going to crack my book open here. Still super happy about getting the shipment in. Thank you very much, Modiphius, for the timely delivery. Um, And let's pull this up. Uh, What I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you use... Let's see, um, perception and survival. I'll have you do perception, survival. Perception,
4: survival.
0: Yep. Ooh, we got a twenty oh. and. <laughs> Ten. I just got it. <laughs> Just starting up our stream and we already have a critical failure. Uh, by the way, I'm updating the in-game date. It is now October 21st. Um, so you have a choice to make right here. You can uh, stick and stay with that roll, or uh, you can uh, use luck. You can try to re-roll uh, your dice, but you have to accept the reroll. Uh. It's early to use luck.
4: And I have so little of it. Yeah, I'll use it, because I don't want to, like,
0: throw up or something. Alright, go ahead and reroll 1d20 and subtract (laughs) a luck. So we have an 11 and a 10 Your DB uh, DB was a 1 on this And the number to match was a 9 uh, So we got no successes on that You kind of get out of the bed Walk over and just kind of look at it And you're just like, huh A black smear on the floor No idea what the hell that is Well, I'll go do something else <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to worry about here, folks uh, what are, what are the rest of you doing? Um,
1: probably drawing my gun and following the trail.
0: Alright, uh, go ahead and uh, do the same for me. Give me a perception survival.
1: Well, I do want to try and do it quietly though, so uh, I oh, get all a right.
0: sneak check in there. After go ahead one. and, uh, Just, yeah, keep going me... Gimme sneak agility. We'll do that instead. We'll uh, we'll have you following the trailer in the hallway. Alright. One success, okay. Um and then go ahead and give me a perception survival. You were a little sneaky. Oh rather probably few to meet
6: again. Hey you got
1: it
0: All right, and you are able to track it. So you're able to uh, see that this smear, uh, the, the, the smear that's coming out of the corner of the room, uh, it seems to be about, and I have my rulers already ready so I can give us some actual measurements for once. Uh, it seems to be about maybe 10 centimeters wide, about, uh, 10 centimeters, about three and a half inches wide, and it seems to be uh, drag something was dragging itself or being dragged out of the corner of this room down into the hallway and uh sean you're able <coughs> my ruler you're able to see these drags uh drag marks go all the way to the stairs and start going down the stairs uh you also notice while you are looking that you do not see or hear Gianni. Turn around to the others.
6: Where's the traitor?
0: Uh, Minsky. Oh, uh, go miss- ahead and uh, go ahead and roll me a intelligence perception check. Or sorry, intelligence and. Mm. do for that what is memory how do we run that first let's do intelligence survival let's see if you can remember it that way intelligence survival all right uh you remember uh you were actually sleep or not sleeping you were kind of hovering in the corner of the adjacent room, so you were next door. Uh, but you heard somebody's footsteps about twenty or thirty minutes earlier, uh, kind of walking out of the uh, out of the upstairs and going down the stairs. Uh, you were in a closed room, but uh, you assumed that it was probably Gianni.
3: I believe I heard him go downstairs, possibly outside.
4: Hmm. Well, that seems like a bad idea to do by yourself. but all right. How well do you know him? Um, well enough that he wouldn't go outside without a reason. But I don't, like, know his middle name. Not that well.
0: Uh, Fun fact, I actually learned after moving here... I have a stupidly long Chinese name, but uh, uh, in Chinese there are no middle names. They have uh, you know. As as I was,
4: yeah, as I was saying, I was like, I, yeah, I don't think that's a thing. So of course I wouldn't know it
1: exactly. But an American, an American stranded in China would totally say that. Mm-hmm. That's
6: fair. <laughs> Not <don't> like me.
1: <laughs> I will um, wave. I guess Val and Camacho over
0: to, to follow the trail down. All right. uh, so you are still being uh, sneaky if our two others want to go ahead and yeah. make a sneak roll. You guys can do that. Alright, so Val, you are also a little sneaky. Camacho, you gonna go stealth?
6: Yeah. All right.
0: All right, Camacho. Camacho attempts to go stealth, but as uh, as she's walking out of the room, she her her boots are just kind of thumping down on the ground. Um, Have you? uh, Have you? Put on the security armor yet, or no? It's on. Okay, um, so as Camacho's coming out, uh, this new security armor—it's a little, little, bit bulkier than uh, than she's used to, and so just kind of making a little bit, a little bit more noise. Not not as stealthy as uh, Val or uh, as uh, Sean. Um, and I see on here uh, what what else are we doing? We're we're going out to the hallway. Are you coming with them, uh, Minsky? Are you going to stay on that side? No, I'd follow on.
6: Okay.
0: Um, I don't know how stealthy or sneaky a uh, a fly robot could be, uh, but you could try rolling a stealth check as well.
1: That was sort of part of the reason Sean only me- mentioned
4: to the other I mean, yeah, 100% to you, but it's just... Yeah, there's a there's a rocket attached to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he can clamp down on the rocket Be quieter, I have no idea. And uh, hello, Brando! Happy to see you in here. Uh, See, we got a minus two to the next roll, so you can actually take that if you would like. We've got that in our box now.
3: Probably wouldn't be the worst idea. Okay, so we'll
0: take that minus two from DM Brando. Thank you very much. Just popping by for a minute. Oh, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Um, actually, so that saves your butt. Uh, you got a seven there. Seven minus two is a five, so you've got it. Uh, DM Brando just made a uh, a Mister Handy stealthy. Uh, so we've got a a quiet mode, Mister Handy. We've got uh, Val, and we've got uh, Sean coming out nice and quiet. We got Camacho. Thumping out in her her new fancy armor, um, but a lot of you are out in the hallway now, and you can see these drag marks go straight down uh, the stairs. And as you guys uh, head down the stairs and down to the bottom floor, you can see that the drag marks seem to be uh, a little bit a little bit more spread out now. Um, instead of being about uh, 10 centimeters wide, they're now about 15, so it's kind of expanded a little bit. Um, and you can see as uh, as they are dragging further and further, they are heading straight for that front door and out of the building. Um, could I... I,
4: I, I think uh, in our last session mm-hmm. you mentioned that the trail... Looked like the black goo
0: that we had experienced before. Am I making that up? Uh, it looked kind of like the uh, that black residue that was left over on yes. uh, on your guys's um, pliers when you tried yanking out the, uh, the right the metallic bits. Oh.
4: Could I inst- look at it again to see if it's the same stuff?
0: Uh, yeah go ahead and do that, Perception Survival. Or, if you want to, you can try and do a Perception... Or, sorry, an Intelligence Medicine check. See if you might be able to oh. recognize if it's the same gross stuff you dealt with before. Well, Survival never seems to work out for me, so I'm going to go ahead and do...
4: Okay. Hell oh, yeah. there you go, yeah.
0: Alright, you got one success. Uh, yes, what it looks like is, this looks like a... Uh, not, not exactly like the stuff you had dealt before. Now that you have a closer look, um, when you had dealt with uh, with the, the the metal thing sticking out of that guy earlier, it was covered in a mixture of like fresh blood, and it was also dealing with a little bit of the uh, the blood rain that you guys had, and it also had that black residue from the uh, from the material itself. Uh, this seems to be that really kind of gross. Thickness that you find from like uh, coagulated blood, fully coagulated blood, uh, combined with that black smeary substance.
4: Um, Val points that out to the to everybody else. He's like bending down and he's rubbing his fingers in it, and he holds it up. He's like, "Y'all remember that boy that we took the the spike out of and it, it exploded? This is the black stuff. This is mm. a lot like that." Mostly the same, but it's a little different. We should probably find Giannu.
1: And quickly.
3: Right. Um, uh, yeah, go ahead. Hey, hey, maybe maybe don't touch that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bell immediately is like, hmm, I dip my fingers in it. <laughs> no. no. <laughs>
4: Uh, and yeah, um, I guess he tries to like wipe it off on something. All right. uh, what
1: are Sean you guys is do, yeah? yeah. Yeah. Sean is yeah. taking point here. Yeah. Sean is taking point, so he will move out into keep following the trail, I
0: guess. Um So marching orders, uh who's gonna be uh Sean's gonna be point. Uh who's gonna be behind Sean? I think Val is gonna be last. Bring up the middle. Okay. Uh, do you want to be in front of or behind Minsky? Camacho. I'll
2: be in front of i
0: I'll be in front of Minsky. Okay. Cool. So a lot of you are heading out, uh, following that trail. You're heading outside, and uh, Gianni. What I'd like you to do right now is please give me a perception survival check. You're sitting outside, kind of a little bit further out from that door, and you're you're sitting out there on the the end of that cement kind of stoop, uh, looking out at this beautiful sunrise coming up over the edge of the lake and the mountains. It's it's quite a sight. Uh, Let's see if you can distract yourself from that or not. Uh, Yes, Uh, so as you're sitting there and enjoying this beautiful sight, uh, you can hear a a quiet. I think the best word for it would be a squelching noise. Um, sounds kind of like if you had a a, a wet uh, like a wet bag of like I don't know wet ingredients when you guys are putting together something, and uh, you can hear it coming up, uh, pretty much right behind where you're at. You can hear this squelch, and then you hear a little, and then the squelch again, then. And another squelch coming up directly behind you. What are you gonna do? Oh, uh, Mute Gods are now officially, uh, officially happy! You are muted. Can't hear you. Alright, Battery Gods are happy, not the Mute Gods! <laughs> as much as I love wireless, sometimes they drive me nuts. Give him one second. To get All right. Ready. There we go. There you go. There you
5: go. <laughs> All right. Hey, your buds didn't want to broadcast for some reason. No worries. Um, Got to appease the gods. Yeah, so I'll definitely be turning around when I hear that.
0: All right. Terrible. So, and that terrifying, disgusting noise coming from behind. You turn around and, uh. I'm going to uh, quietly remind our, our wonderful audience. Uh, in the previous night, uh, you guys had found uh, some food there. You guys had found some goods there. You found the, the, the guy who shot himself in the head. You found uh, some stuff that you were forging outside. You found some dandy boy apples, sugar bombs, and even some squirrel bits that had been left behind. Uh, when you turn around, uh, what you see on the ground is uh the remainder of that squirrel that those bits had originally come from. And you can see that this thing is heavily, heavily mutated, covered in small pustules uh, leaking this this coagulated blood and goop behind it. Um, and it seems to uh, it seems to be uh, with its eyes completely whited over. It seems to be kind of pulling itself over towards you. Uh, since its back legs were what were used for those delicious squirrel bits that were consumed the previous night. <laughs> That's pretty, uh.
5: ew. Um.
6: What are you gonna so do? So
5: I. Th- well, I feel like. I mean. I
0: don't wanna let it just go away. Well, How seems fast to is it? Be, uh it's moving pretty slowly. Uh it's moving maybe about maybe about its body length. Uh probably probably about maybe 30-ish centimeters. It's moving about 30-ish centimeters per per round. It's got its two little two little front paws that kind of drag it forward and then two paws drag it forward. But it's coming directly towards you. It's not trying to move past. And I can see, though, the black goopish stuff that we saw before kind of oozing out of it. Uh, yeah. It's, it's it's not oozing out of it, but it's it's kind of getting dragged behind it, so as it's coming about, it's smearing it on the ground. All right. Well.
5: Yeah, probably shouldn't touch it, but I want to look at it more. I think I'm gonna pull up my, uh, Lead pipe and give it a whack.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so you uh, <laughs> you reach down you, after seeing it uh, moving kind of slowly. You pull out that lead pipe. So it's going to be your, your minor action to draw. Your major action is to give this thing a nice little whack. Uh, so go ahead and roll me. Uh, roll me your. Let's see. Uh, melee weapons, strength and melee. Roll me strength and melee. Yeah. Let's see if you can give this little bugger a whack.
5: I have neither strength nor melee. This
0: isn't gonna go well.
5: Yeah, you know, I I'm gonna drop a luck point, and I'm going to uh use luck instead of strength. Okay. So I can actually land this thing. Well hopefully.
6: Ah. Two I see.
0: Right, so uh, yeah, two successes. Uh, you kind of back up this lead pipe. You lean over a little bit, then just whack, and uh, you smack it down on the uh, the top of this thing. Right. Uh, let's see for our lead pipe. How much damage does that
5: give out? Uh, I got one damage on it. All right, so go ahead and roll one. Uh, that dice. Well, no, I, I rolled
0: one die damage. It has three dice. Oh, okay. There we go. All right. So you got one damage. So you bring down that lead pipe on the top of this thing's head, and uh, you can see that its head flattens underneath the uh, the lead pipe. And as you pull pull it back, you can see that there's some of that black poop on there. Um, and uh, uh, the lot of you, you see Gianni standing outside. He's got he, he's he's standing there, uh, finally standing up. He's got that lead pipe in hand. You See that that creature's head is crushed against the pavement outside. Uh, so, what are you guys going to do? We're all we're all together now at this point. Uh, we still have the, uh, mm. the cow uh, chilling outside, or sorry, not cow, the Brahmin Dynamo chilling outside. Um, can we tell that the trail leads up to the squirrel? Yes, you can see it literally coming from the end of it as you guys are looking at that front door. Okay.
5: Hmm. Uh, not like any squirrel I've seen.
4: Good morning. Um, what are you doing?
5: Hi. Uh, today I will uh, I'll be celebrating uh, Humia's birthday
4: with a pie.
6: Well. <laughs>
5: I mean that thing would will just come up behind me and I I I mean I would have to hit it. It's pretty pretty foul creature. I wouldn't want to leave it crawling around in pain.
4: Um I th- I think Val turns back to everybody else and says, We should probably look for a couple
0: more. Um as um, you say that, uh I just rolled a three, so that was three interactions. Um, <clears throat> Gian you, you can see that the uh, squirrel whose head you flatten against the pavement, its two paws start slapping again and pulling itself towards you again as it starts moving. And it gets a little bit closer sh- to you.
1: I just shoot it. The moment it starts moving, I just quit to shoot it. Well, I already have my pistol out. All
0: right, go ahead and give me your, uh, let's see, ranged weapons. Small guns, agility. Small guns, please. All right, two successes. Roll me your damage. <laughs> Holy shit! All, All right, what is your uh, what is your effect on the uh, the pistol? Uh effect. Okay. So we got two fourteen, which the boys only, successes. We got two effects of damage. The only qualities on it are close quarters, reliable, and suppressed. Okay, uh, so uh, it was a very very silent round that came out of your gun. It sounds so, like somebody just went as uh, a round exits the end of your chamber and just kind of embeds itself into this thing. And John, uh, you—it's right in front of you. It's, it's less than a meter away. You just see this thing go, splat right in front of you, and some of the. Black goop comes out um, and it stops me.
4: I'm
1: hoping that works. Uh, Like, draw closer to it, sort of. And as I'm moving towards it, sort of kneeling further and further down to just look at it.
0: All right, roll me. And I'm
1: watching for any movement.
0: All right, roll me a we can either do a uh, Perception Survival or Perception Medicine. Okay. All right, success. Uh, This thing looks dead. It, it, It looks very much so dead. It's its skull is caved in its back legs have been literally peeled off, there's no muscle left on it that's definitely used for protein food earlier, um, and there's now a large bullet hole through its back
6: um,
1: yeah, I don't think that's coming back again have you ever seen anything like it before?
4: No. Never. And I think Val looks at his hand with like the, the residue of like what is basically the squirrel on his fingers, and he's like...
0: As you are shaking it off of your hand, uh, you are standing right there staring at this thing, Sean, and you see its two little paws again and pull itself again closer towards uh, Gianni, <laughs> this just... thing, this thing is now just about at your foot
6: oh
4: god oh
0: Oh, yeah quit quit while you're ahead
4: little man Ah, Jesus (laughs) Uh, I'm just I'm just gonna back away from it is it Sean's
1: first instinct would now that he's a little closer would be to just try and like just run up take a like take a short run up to it and just hoof it just kick it into the distance. <laughs>
5: you want to yeet this thing?
4: <laughs> like a football, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> I, will, I will totally love that. I love it, okay. Uh, let's see. Um, I'll, I'll take that as a agility throwing with your foot. Uh, so go ahead, hold the agility throwing. As uh, Gianni, you kind of take a step backwards and you see Sean is internal footballer coming out as he runs up to this thing and whack it. He smacks it right in the ass can I use, and... Can I use unarmed instead if I'm kicking it? Uh, Yeah, I'll let you do unarmed. Let's see. Does he get the hit? <sighs> he whacks this he... thing right in the ass and it yeets right up into the air. Uh, go ahead and roll me a uh, a 1d2, please.
1: I always forget the console commands to this. It's... Backslash, yeah, slash
0: backslash, roll 1d2. Roll. All right. Uh, you kick this thing and it goes about 10 meters straight out um, and you can see this thing just kind of splat right into the dirt uh, right down the road um, and uh, it is not um.
1: I don't think that should be far enough why didn't it try and it looked like it was coming straight for you and he looks towards you and you.
5: I would have no idea why, why it would come from me.
4: I mean, um, because we were all asleep upstairs. Yeah. And it yeah. came all, all the way down here and all
0: the way out here to. Somebody want to roll me a straight intelligence check? I'm smart as hell. (laughs) Uh, Can we just roll intelligence? I don't know. Maybe you can just roll 1d20 and then tell me what your intelligence is. Okay. Just 120? Yep. Val has no idea. (laughs) He's super (laughs) smart. Sean wants your intelligence? No. 5. Okay. Ah uh, Minsky. Uh Minsky has an idea. Um he uh he he reckons that there was a chance that since uh Jianyu was sleeping uh inside of the room where this thing had been dragging out of when he got up while everybody else was still sleeping, this thing noticed him and followed him out of the building. Oh. Hmm. So that's what Mincy
4: says (laughs) Doesn't really explain why That's his guess Which
1: is bloody disturbing Yeah
3: (sighs) I'm gonna glance over in the direction It was kicked just to see if it's moved at all Wonderful. Uh, You see its two little paws uh,
0: pulling itself as it drags itself another ten meters on the gravel. It is slowly making its way back towards you guys. Is there...
1: I'm going to just quickly nip back into the house. I want to find like... just a couple of... like a box of some kind, (laughs) and then something heavy to weigh it down with. Um... Hey yeah, I think you can see what I'm getting at. And, and I'll just put like put the box over the top of it and just like put a big heavy like vase. Out. I don't know, what's it what whatever's inside? There's been a way to deal with this thing
0: <laughs> Yeah um, So um <laughs> Sorry <clears throat> very very frequently when you go to businesses in Taiwan. Uh, we actually have tons and tons and tons of these big ceramic pots that, uh, that we, we fill up with soil or water and then we plant stuff into it. Uh, you see that there are a couple uh, out there in the front that are uh, filled with just dead soil, a dead plant. Uh, you can grab one, empty out. Uh, and they're pretty heavy. It's, uh, it's full ceramic. Uh, they're, they're pretty hefty, probably about maybe like three or four kilos a piece
1: yeah I do that walk quite calmly over to the
0: to the squirrel and turn the pot upside down and just pop alright you you pop that container down on top Um, and uh, as you pop it down on top you can hear uh, after a moment or two you hear some scratching from the inside scratching of nails on the inside of this worn out ceramics
1: does anyone have any paper are going to dispose Lighting this thing like a kind. spider or something?
4: No, no, no.
6: Just leave a note on it saying "Do not, do
4: not." Oh, <laughs> 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 you're gonna! I thought you were gonna light it on fire and put it underneath and burn it out. Ah, oh well, that,
1: that, no, that'd be clever. <laughs> <laughs> He's only got five intelligence. Thank you. <laughs> asking too
0: much. Uh. Uh, all three of you have little slips of paper.
4: I, I need my little slip of paper.
0: Yeah, so do no, I'm
4: not getting rid of that. Um... It, it it'll be all right if we just leave it like this, yeah. right? John just like takes a seat next to the pot, like
1: you know, what? his arm I... on top of the pot. Can I use a
5: uh, use of my survival kit for a piece of paper? You totally could. Yeah, don't forget, All guys, right, you have survival
0: I'll kits. I'll hand you a piece of paper. All right. Uh, yeah, so right, uh, go, Sean? make sure to uh, subtract one use from it. Yep. <clears throat> I'm down to three. It. Um,
1: do not open. Or do not turn over. Like in capital letters. Um, sort of like the double doors in the hospital in that very first episode of The Walking Dead. Uh-huh. dead inside design. <laughs> Put it on thing Um. Don't dead. Sean's... Open inside. Yeah. Don't don't swing, do... <laughs> open inside. Sean's just gonna have a little think to himself without giving too much away, GM. Um. The black stuff now, and having seen what it can do. Um. Any bells rang from my past life at all?
0: Never seen anything okay. have You haven't seen anything specifically like this before, but you have your suspicions.
1: Okay.
5: So I'm quite interested in the, the black gunk. Before you had described it as um, oily ferris material. Mm-hmm. So Xian Yu is going to kind of. Go inside, and I just start rummaging around, and I'd like to spend a luck to find some sort of speaker, working or not, uh, earbud, you know,
0: speaker to TV, something of that nature. Yeah, you uh, you rummage around, go ahead and subtract a luck point. Um, for those of you who are in our audience, this is one of my absolutely favorite rules out of the core rulebook. Uh, this is the introducing a lucky uh, lucky thing into our world. It's called Luck of the Draw. Introduce a lucky fact or lucky detail, and uh, you are able to successfully find a uh, a speaker, uh, one of those old speakers that you kind of have mounted in the corner, a little PA system uh, that had been used before for, like, the morning bell of, like, do do do. doo, 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 doo. <clears throat> and uh nice. vampire bites so I, is screaming at all of you right now in chat.
1: <laughs>
0: burn it. <laughs> burn it, yeah.
5: Probably should. But uh, I'm gonna whip out my multi-tool and I'm gonna remove the magnet from the speaker. Okay. And then I'm gonna go over to that the trail and I'm gonna test and see if it's really Ferris. If it's okay. magnetic.
0: Uh so as you uh hold the uh, hold the whatchamacallit, the the magnet over the trail as you're walking, uh, you can kind of see this 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 goop kind of like bubble up as the uh, as the magnet is passed by.
5: Nice. All
0: right.
1: You were supposed to in your class, weren't
0: you? It is Ferris. Euler Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Hmm. I want to get a good look at this and try to like see if I can figure anything out with like maybe science or something like that can I roll to see if I can identify anything interesting
0: about it or intelligent science go ahead and roll alright cool and uh while you are doing this um Sean, as you're uh, sitting there uh, you can hear from the inside of the pot the uh, the, the scratching is getting a little bit more aggressive um, and you can feel the pot just go underneath your or, sorry, as you're sitting next to it you, you can feel getting hit over by this thing's mass
1: I go find another pot that still has the dirt in it and place that dirt filled pot on top of the existing pot
0: alright no problem. Um, and uh, Jianyu, you uh, with your fancy science goggles, Mister Steam Science Man, uh, you are able to uh, you're able to get up nice and close, and you're able to tell that this is a ferrous, oily, sticky liquid. Right, so nothing new. Nothing new.
4: Okay, but the magnetic black ooze. Gunk. Blood. Animates. Like adjectives. Dead creatures. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not the only one that's kind of fucked up about that, right? Like, this is... He didn't ha- The boy didn't have legs. And then... Sean shot him. And then... You know... That didn't work, which I don't really understand.
1: Hey, we what live in the world where. We live in a world where someone decided it was a good idea to create the atomic bomb. I mean, I mean what's up.
0: So what are you guys gonna
6: do?
4: I I let's just leave it and uh, continue on our day
1: Uh, we don't run into anything bigger that's been affected
4: yeah I'd really hate to see a, a a dog full of the metallic blood ooze gunk
5: stuff.
6: Yeah,
4: I oh would, I will not yeah, like it. it I vote ooze. I vote the ooze.
5: Good idea, vampire bites. We'll yeah. kill somebody and see if it reanimates
0: <laughs> They can also just be vampires, you know? <clears throat> I mean that is uh, that is canon in uh, Fallout uh, Fallout Three, so uh, there there are vampires. Well,
4: they are cannibals that only drink. I just played it. They are <laughs> cannibals that only drink blood and pretend to be vampires. That's kind of do. their whole thing. They call themselves vampires.
0: So, oh, fair. Okay, okay. <laughs> And they are drinking blood without literally dying. So I mean, there's something fancy behind that. I
1: I always get that quest done early because you get a shish kebab out of it.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> to get back on track. Sorry. Uh. So yeah, you guys have uh, you guys have already kind of raided this area. Uh, we've got a uh, planter pot on top of this this thing, um, and as it's slamming off inside of it. Uh, there's trails uh, walking from the outs- uh, the inside to the outside, uh, splat marks on the ground, um, but the rest of the rest of your surroundings seem to be pretty problem free. So let's take a moment right now and roll for our weather for today. And today's weather looks to be a forecast of, dear God Almighty, uh, you see some very heavy uh, rain clouds rolling in from the East, east to west, uh, from over over east towards the west, towards the mountains. You see some pretty heavy, green-looking clouds heading on. So, what What does green clouds mean? Green clouds could be uh, any kind of crazy-ass storm. It could be acid rain. uh, Probably not blood rain. Uh, Could be a rad storm. Could be a thunderstorm could be rain showers but you know it's probably going to drop something either.
4: Is there a check that I could make to determine how long it's going to be before the clouds get
0: here? A survival check Go ahead and roll me uh, intelligence survival Perfect Gotta do something to entertain the vampire before he starts murdering PCs. <clears throat> Damn. You have no idea how long it's gonna be.
1: Um, when we surveyed the um the result uh, was there buildings wise was there is there like a large complex there? Uh, Where again? Somewhere in uh, at at the result that our destination.
0: Uh, So just at the uh, uh, at your specific area where you guys are at uh, with the home state and the cargo containers that's it in that area. Uh, You already passed what looked to be um, what looked Hmm. to be kind of a, a collapsed structure. You guys checked in there. Um, already, it was formerly a convenience store, um, and then over towards the resort, of course, there's buildings. Uh, this used to be a impromptu settlement uh, where yourself and um, actually all yourself, Camacho, and uh, Val, all three of you uh, had lived in that area before. So you know, you know the area generally. There are buildings still standing, most likely, um, but you don't see that smoke coming up anymore in the distance but you know what direction
2: you go okay, I want to try what Validant
1: mm-hmm. head for a result. Yeah, head for a result and get
0: inside before the rain falls uh, Camacho has a success uh, Camacho, you're estimating that it will take probably about an hour-ish uh, for that rain to start getting gas uh, it's, it's coming up pretty fast uh, but you know, since you are from this area in the past, when you're heading down the road, there's a couple of different stops that you guys could make before you get into the main city itself. But to get into the main settlement itself, it would take you probably about 45 minutes. And there are a couple of stops you could make on the way.
2: <clears throat> okay, well, that so sounds alright. If we move fast, we can, we can take shelter.
3: Okay. And so that's what you're oh, shall we, to we do, do it. it? Let's get moving. Yeah, let's do
0: it. To the road. Yeah. All right. Uh, the lot of you uh, get yourselves ready, and uh, you start heading down, heading down the road. Um, I'm assuming you go back and grab your your stuff from the rooms, uh, but you start heading down the road. Uh, we've got Dynamo uh, coming along and supporting oh. up in the back. Uh, I need to uh, attempt to milk Dynamo. All right. This is going to be eating up some of that time for an hour you guys have left. uh, But go ahead and... uh, Let's see. What was the roll?
5: It's Agility Survival, I believe. Okay. Go ahead and roll. But, I mean, anybody who's had an animal that you have to milk, you don't get to tell them now. Like... (laughs)
0: one success. So I believe that's one unit of milk. Yeah, endurance survival test with a difficulty of zero. This yields one portion. Yeah, so you've got...
5: It's endurance survival?
0: Oh, that's for butchery.
5: I thought it was... Yeah, no, it's in the um, equipment section, actually. Oh, Agility survival, difficulty one, success means Brahmin produced one Brahmin milk plus one extra for each AP spent, maximum
0: of five. So you got a success. So all you've right. got um, one container of Brahmin milk. We don't have any- Do we want- uh, We don't have any AP? Nope. Resets, New session All right. Cool,
5: then I got one Brahmin
0: milk. All right, um, so this took you about 10 minutes to uh, get all set up, get a uh, dynamo over. Uh, set down the bucket start (laughs) as that uh, off yellow uh, delicious Brahmin milk comes out nice and warm Um, (laughs) you now have a lovely uh, Brahmin Nog yes, Brahmin Nog, there we go Uh, you have uh, one container filled of Brahmin Nog and you guys have approximately 30 minutes until that rain is overhead
4: well we should probably book it to the first shelter then yeah. And we'll see what
0: we'll Agreed. see what it's like mm. when we get there. Okay. Uh, are you guys going yeah. to be walking or are you going to be running? Uh is there an in-between? Somewhere uh, in between? Yeah. yeah. I believe Captain Holt called it power walking. Yeah, sure. It is a superior risk mode risk. of transportation. <laughs> 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 All right, so a lot of you start power walking your way over. And uh, after about 10 minutes, uh, you've made your way down. And uh, you can see that there's uh, there's a couple of things ahead of you. Uh, the first thing, uh, when you look off on your left, you can see this kind of old, worn-out uh, like driveway heading on up to what looks like a temple up on your left. Uh, ahead of you, you see the road starting to go ahead, and it curves. And then off to your right, uh, you can see that there is the lake. And uh, the lake itself, uh, you can see that <clears throat> uh, the water seems mostly undisturbed, except for uh, the random uh, random uh, small waves on it from the, the wind. So you guys want to continue going ahead and follow the curve? Do you want to go up that ramp to the temple? Pat, could you show us where we are on the map? Yes, I can. Yeah, drag this on over, um, and I can actually expand this up a little bit. So, uh, where you were all previously at was right up here. You are now around this curve. You guys have come down here, and you are right over here in this area. So you're about 20 minutes away from getting to the uh, objective area, um, and you have a curve with a temple right here, and you have the road that continues going in towards the resort. So do you want to try and take shelter? Do you want to continue on the road? We should probably try to just run up to the temple and wait for the rain to pass and then... Keep going. All right. Yeah. Um, so, t- 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 let's see. Power walk. Yes. Uh, girl, girlfriend popping in there as well to give you guys a minus two. Thank you very much, babe. Um, so, uh, th- Sophie in chat will know literally exactly what I am talking about as I share this with you guys and I will drop in some pictures for all of you when we go on our break Uh, but a lot of you see this driveway heading straight up, um, up the side of this hill and there's a large temple uh, on the top of that hill and as you walk up you can see these kind of intricate beautiful little carvings Um, uh, here in Taiwan what they do is they actually create forms uh, when they, they build things out of cement. Um, and when they build things with cement, they press those forms into the walls of those structures, and it literally looks like the walls have been carved in. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, but on this, uh, you see this uh, this little, um, kind of like those Shinto shrine uh, uh, little entrances above head. Uh, and uh, on the left-hand side, if you're going up this ramp, see those intricacies kind of carved into the walkway and a very very worn down uh, weather beaten ramp, or sorry not ramp uh, like handlebar uh, coming up on the right hand side um, and you guys start heading up this path uh, so do you want to continue heading up that path and head over towards the temple or do you what guys want to continue back around
1: Tim, Tim- Shelter in a temple same stuff fitting.
4: Yeah.
0: Second. Um, I'm asking my girlfriend in chat, what does the temple say on the entrance? That little thing that was carved right above, because Jian wouldn't be able to um, but uh, as you guys are uh, heading on up the, uh, the, the walkway, you can see all these little carvings. Um, hilariously, a small blast from your past it uh, seems that there are little carvings of squirrels and rabbits that adorn the uh the top of this uh this uh, uh the, this embossment in the in the walling um, and you can see all of these beautiful uh very worn down uh, carvings of like people interacting and couples hugging and stuff and uh chiang yu what I'd like to do right now is please roll me a um, there is no culture check so intelligence speech check ah there we go cool. the top of the temple you saw you saw in front it said dragon phoenix, and she has also included the traditional Chinese there for you guys thank you very much babe I love you <laughs> two successes perfect Uh, Your memory of this place is that uh, this temple, uh, you've heard about these before, Uh, they're pretty famous all over Taiwan, Um, is that the Dragon Phoenix Temples stand for Places of Love, or Lovers' Temples. Um, These are the places where people would go if they are looking to pursue a loved one, trying to either find one, or wishing for their health. Uh, but, uh, you need to, uh, or sorry, not need to, uh, you do remember that if couples enter the temple together, it is bad luck to the temple itself, or sorry, to the couple themselves. Usually there's misfortune that the Is that just roma-
5: romantic? Couples or like if two friends or whatever walk in together, is that a problem?
0: Uh, friends are perfectly fine. It is it is a lover's temple. So if you are uh, in yep. a romantic relationship, uh, this uh, going there together may bring bad luck if both of you enter. Uh, but if you go in there by yourself or if you go there as a single person, you can use it as a way to kind of worship the gods and get together with somebody else. Um, and as uh, Sophie has pointed out, and I'm going to use my, my memory of Chinese, Uh, Dragon Phoenix has to do with the dragons of folklore and the gods, and Phoenix has to do with the rebirth. And so Dragon Phoenix means that you are going to have a rebirth into a new life or new relationship. And that's what those stand for. But there is a large temple at the top, and as you guys are coming up this ramp, Ah, uh, she gave me a thumbs up. Yay, I did good. Um, as you guys are coming up, you can see um, on the uh, the very very left uh, side of the uh, of of this area, right before this massive wooden entrance, you can see this very worn down uh, one once was previously gilded dragon, uh, flowing Chinese style dragon with its mouth open. Um, And then on the other side of the gate, you see the flowing tail of a Chinese phoenix as it looks like it's flying off into the distance, adorning the two sides of this open gate. So what are you guys going to do? Are you going to enter the gate? Yeah, is the gate open? Slightly open? Uh, There are no doors. It's it's a gate, so it literally just... uh, Yeah, that's all.
4: There's no doors. Uh, I think uh, Val is going to do a little bit of this to Camacho and and Sean Dalton to to, uh, sneak up ahead. Uh, The three of us maybe split up and and sneak forward to make sure that there's no
0: surprises. All right. And uh, I would like all of you, please, uh, give me a perception check. A buddy so it's going to be a perception uh, survival as you guys are coming. be relying
3: on on sight, on sight, yes.
0: Yeah, so it'll be uh minus one db for you. So if you get any successes, that will be an automatic success. All right, so we got one success from Johnny, good. Kamacho, uh, one success. Sean, you have no idea. You actually have a critical failure on there. Uh, Minsky, you have one success, which actually nets our group. They're your first piece of AP. And Val, you have no idea what's happened. Um, so what I'm going to do is on our Discord, I'm going to drop in a couple of pictures for you guys from my trip over to Sun Moon Lake a couple of weekends ago. Um, and we will be back, ladies and gentlemen, and we will share... What do they see at the top of this ramp at the entrance of this temple as they look around and also as they turn around with a nice open view of Sun Moon Lake Bay? We'll be right back. Right, I'm going to leave the mics hot in case you guys want to mm-hmm. chat with anybody in our audience. Uh, big shout out to my girlfriend. Thank you again, babe, for helping me remember. Um, and we have a couple of plus twos. Don't forget you can interact with our players dropping in critical successes and all of that jazz if you would like. Or even a doom or a boom. So I'll see you guys in a few minutes.
3: Something just occurred to me. I may have made a terrible mistake. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, if this, this fluid works like a sort of zombie thing, I did bury the body in our, in the, the graveyard back at our settlement. <laughs> oh, Wonderful. Yeah, we're we'll
1: gonna have to deal with nice this. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! They might have to make a point of. Carrying sources of fire around with us.
3: Maybe we should have gone with that flamethrower attached.
1: <laughs> but the, um. So the, re- the remake of Resident Evil 1, we have to, um. About about one third of the way through the game, you've got to make sure you burn the bodies of all the zombies that you kill in the first half, because um, they come back otherwise, and they're worse. They can like they run around and they've got claws. Yeah, guess who didn't know that? Uh, yeah, yeah, the crimson heads, and they just get
4: oh fuck. <laughs> I had to have somebody that hadn't actually played that game. Tell me about that. I'm like, yeah, I would just happen to be like complaining about it to him, and he's like, Yeah, because you have to burn the bodies. So I'm like, I thought you said you didn't play it. He's like, I didn't, but I read that one part about the game because they never tell you. That's why they give you the lighter, which makes you just it was infuriating. You, find, you find a note,
1: note from that that's near I think the first place that you get like a gasoline canister to do the refill. On yep. the lighter there's a there's a note that says burn it burn them otherwise they get back up again something like that
4: so but that's you the only indication didn't realize that they were gonna transform yeah it doesn't tell you how Just, bad it is You're right i played through that game once and i think it was last year for the first time ever and i'm like i'm never doing this again <laughs> 12 hours of running around one mansion and the whole game could have took two hours if I just knew where I was going I know that that's the game but it's still just like fuck fuck that
6: Hmm.
1: Well, I, actually I still contend it would have to it would if you bury in burying someone however far down let's say six feet for argument's sake and you're actually not burying them in a coffin it would have to rain pretty heavily for them to dig themselves out of six feet of earth
3: Yeah. Correct.
4: Yeah, I don't think that that is uh, a realistic scenario to to ever be able to get yourself out. Like if you're buried alive, like that's it, you're done. Like there's no. And then if you put what is a, a reanimated dead body in there, who has no idea of any. Concept of anything anymore, but it's somehow alive. They're not There's no way. But then again, there's no way for them to come back anyway. So I mean, let's uh, just just have a little. We're just gonna have our zombie fun. I mean, I ran
1: I ran a anD session once where one of my players um, polymorphed a frost giant into a caterpillar, and then summoned an earth elemental to grab. The caterpillar, and then just spend however many rounds it was just diving in the earth directly downwards because earth elementals could just bury through carrying whatever they've got on them. Um, just as far down as it could go before the um, you know, the amount of rounds that the polyball and he and he kept failing the saving throw on the and, I was like, and he just ended up suffocating the. The frost giant under the ground rather than having to fight it <laughs> yep that's like you dickhead yep. i had this whole it wasn't even a, it wasn't just a normal frost giant it had this whole mechanic where just standing in it it froze the area around it so just standing in the area you would take a certain amount of cold damage depending on a, mm-hmm. a constitution save and i was like oh this is going to be a really cool mechanic and they just did that straight away i was like
4: and uh, yeah, and you were real <laughs> fucking proud of yourself. Weren't yeah, you? yeah. You were awesome. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Cool, I'm glad I, I'm glad I provide this fun for you guys. I put so much work into creating these things that you just somehow
1: Just unceremoniously drowned it. I was like, alright. So
4: <laughs> w- Earth What is this five E? Yeah. Earth I gotta I gotta read I got to read the text on the burrow thing because I would have ruled that
1: I was calling it live and yeah
4: I would have yeah. said no as soon as it goes underground it, it stays at the top because it's not it like, like a portal it, it can't go through it their elemental can go through I mean... but the caterpillar can't
5: but I mean like if you were carrying something you had burrow, we would let you carry your gear through. We wouldn't make a right. player naked. But, so, And a caterpillar's um, pretty small.
4: But... If we don't rule it this way, we break the game. And we get <laughs> yeah. <don't> all <want> that.
1: <laughs> well, no, because it's also dependent on the continuous amount of save. Like, had he saved when the polymorph ended um i i then had contested strength checks with the with the earth elemental trying to hold the thing underground and it was trying to tunnel out oh yeah but it and it just lost like considering it was a frost giant as well it just lost like so many of the strength contests i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Because it's huge, and I, I, I like had to look up the height of a frost giant. Because I was like, how far down is it? Okay, now it's gone from caterpillar to frost giant. How much clearance is it? Is its head to the surface? <laughs> and I figured out how many feet it was. And then I was like, all right, it's going to be able to dig. You know, half of its. I'm going to rule it as difficult terrain, basically. Uh, so it's going to be able to move half of its movement speed towards the surface if it if it passes the strength check against. The earth element always trying to hold it in place. Um, oh, yeah. And what were the other characters doing? Uh, just standing around on the surface. <laughs> but, but honestly, they were all so invested in this in this contest of strength that it, it kind of did work um, to like, it, it engaged them enough. Yeah, I'd, I'd have like sped it up and just said, right, this will just decide if, if I could see their faces getting disinterested. But they were all
4: like leaning in. Because it was like a tug of war, basically. Mm-hmm. It turned into a tug of war. Oh, I, things? I, totally believe that the that the players were very invested in watching yeah. your uh, a plus monster suffocate underground <laughs> yeah. through a basically a loophole in the combat that they created.
1: Motherfuckers, never again. Yeah,
4: motherfuckers. Every time. <laughs> I had that same feeling when when you were like Sean Dalton kicks it. I'm like he didn't think of that. He didn't think of that at all. <laughs> he never thought that we would just you would just get rid of it. No, yeah, I'm
1: crawling back. I think it's it's not an e- it's not so much an encounter as it is a it's an obvious warning, isn't it? But yeah, uh, yeah. No, just the image of just panting it over the horizon just made me laugh. So I was like, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh fuck this. <laughs> Yeah, which actually dictates almost ninety percent of my actions as a player, depending on how like Sean's a little more serious a character that I'm that I'm usually that I, than what I usually play. Um, but that's because you know, like on my D and D stream, John, the character of the Bard I play, John Vanian's a, a fucking uh, a schemer to say the least. So. And then Jack on the on the Cyberpunk campaign like a title clown. So I was like, ah, what, I want to do something a bit different for this one. And capricious said this is Grimdark. So I thought, I don't want to get too
4: Yeah, pretty much every every DD character I end up playing has like some very like decent backstory and then just ends up being a fucking goon. Just the whole time. Just like a just a it's a pain in the ass it won't shut the fuck up
0: <laughs> Well ladies and gentlemen We are back uh, You've been uh, Serenaded by the wonderful Stories of D&D 5E From a couple of our players here um, And I just wanted to take a moment to mention Because I didn't get to say it earlier um, Raven, I love the background That is hilarious <laughs> Running away mm. from a death claw. Um, That's pretty good So, uh, where we were at is we had a bunch of reception checks to see what are your surroundings in this area. And uh, my players I mentioned in our chat, I don't know if anybody saw, but if you look on the Discord, uh, the first picture uh, that was submitted on there posted up on there is the gate uh, that you guys could originally walk underneath. And as you can see, there's there's no doors, there's nothing there, um, but up on the top you see the, the flowing dragon and the phoenix. Uh, it's this beautifully uh, ornate red-painted uh, kind of gate or shrine, and as you walk up towards the top, you see this much larger uh, dragon and phoenix on the opposite side, stretched out, very, uh, very uh, old school Chinese style, uh, very weathered, worn down with, excuse me, with age. Uh, there's. No real paint left on this thing, uh, but it was definitely beautiful in its previous life. Um, And as you walk underneath the main gate, that's the third picture that I sent over, you can see these carvings on the pillars on the side, and you can see straight into this uh, major area uh, where they have this very large temple. Um, You can see that there's a shrine up in the front. On the left-hand side, you can tell that there's an area where you can... For ghost money on the right hand side uh, you can see that there's an area where you can uh, toss your oh, I don't know what they're called they're, they're a curved piece of wood that's flat on the bottom and you can toss these out when you ask questions to, uh, to Buddha or the gods um, and then you have uh, directly behind you uh, this balcony that kind of overlooks uh, the whole area and so, uh, for our players, uh, who sees what? Gianu, uh, uh, you're able to see. Uh, what direction do you want to check? Do you want to look into the temple or behind you towards Sunburn Lake? Uh, I'm looking into the temple. Okay, Camacho, do you want to look into the temple or back behind you to Sunburn Lake? Mm,
2: I'll look into the temple. Okay,
3: Minsky. I'll be looking
0: back at the lake. Alright, uh, so I'm gonna start off with uh, Minsky real quick. Uh, Minsky, you can see out onto Sun Moon Lake, you can see this railing uh, from the side of this this little balcony area that hangs over that, that main winding road that you guys took. And you can see out uh, into the, the lake itself, the, the water again is very very still. Uh, you see uh, only a couple of ripples very very far away. You can see that some of those previous resort towers are still standing, some of them fall and over. Uh, there are a few small docks that were left there uh, from pre-war and they're very, very heavily ravaged. Uh, but since you had a DV1, you have your I-stalks, which takes away that DV and you've got AP from this check. Uh, you can see that there are a couple of small little rowboats um, out on the lake uh, that are still kind of bobbing and floating there, but still bobbing. Um, you also see, as I mentioned before, that that smoke that had been visible before, uh, you no longer see smoke rising from the resort area itself. Now, uh, when we, uh, look in towards the temple, uh, the folks that are looking in, we have Camacho and we have, uh, Jianyu. Uh, Jianyu, you can see that the temple itself, it looks like it's it's somewhat been ravaged by time. Uh, it's It's been well-worn, uh, especially from the crazy weather that uh, Taiwan has gotten since the, uh, the, the, the bombs had fallen. Um, but the shrine that's up in the front is still there, and it looks as if the statues of the gods inside, it uh, looks like they might still be somewhat Tact. camacho on the other hand when you look off on the right hand side where people would cast their uh their their pieces of wood to communicate with the gods uh you notice what looks to be three bodies uh lying down on the ground uh, they may have been there when the bombs had fallen they may have come afterwards but you see three bodies lying there still so this is what you guys are seeing as you uh get to this area um, what are you guys going to do? Are you going to keep moving? You going to go in?
4: Well, we have to take shelter, so we have to at least be underneath something. I'm going
5: to lead Dynamo up towards the uh, temple and just kind of—I don't know—I'm walking up there, almost not totally aware of everything else that's going on.
0: All right. So you just kind of go in with your with your with your brahmin. Just
5: go with my brahmin. Walk in like normal. I'm just okay. heading up to the. I'm gonna head up to the shrine and, you know, light three sticks of incense and, um, you know, just kind of like a normal any in, day.
0: All right. Um, just a reminder for you. This uh, this is a temple to uh, the, the the gods of, of love and companionship. Uh, so if you are lighting this, then it would be to communicate with the gods of love and companionship. So you want to continue yes, doing Yes, and it,
5: yeah. It, well, it's my wife's birthday, mm-hmm. so I, I definitely have somebody important to uh, to locate.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. So you uh, you start lighting those sticks of incense and start start doing your bowing and start placing them in. Um, Camacho, while he's walking past with, uh, with the Brahmin, uh, you notice, but, uh, Sean does not, uh, Sean kind of walks in and he accidentally, uh, knocks over, uh, one of the, one of the standing little shrines and it kind of hits the ground and, uh, as it hits the ground, Camacho, you notice that the
2: three bodies that are on the ground start to stir, start to move. I have some ghouls in here. Draw my. i don't want to draw my pistol.
0: Okay. All right. So I'm going to uh, to grab our little uh, location map. So we have Jianyu and his Brahmin. Uh, they would be right over here. Uh, we have Camacho, uh, who's coming in behind. We have Dalton uh, who would knock something over. Uh, we have Val who's over by Dalton and, oh, sorry. Val who's over by Dalton. And then we have in the opposite direction. Um, Minsky who was trying to check, check out the, uh, the lake. Um, and our three, uh, three bodies that are there drop in some Nuka Cola classic caps. The three bodies are off to the side, uh, where you can see that uh, the three of them are starting to stir. And you—you you said you pull your pistol. Oh, holy shit! You got a pistol. Badass. Okay, I love it. The biggest boar <laughs> pistol ever.
4: has <laughs> <laughs> got a gun.
0: Camacho's ready for this shit. You have a machete too.
2: Just pause that ready
0: Oh, okay, damn, all right. <laughs> I used to have a wonderful machete that I got from uh, Home Depot many, many years ago that, like, if I had a worry inside the house, just grab the machete, we're
2: good to go. <laughs> it's actually my very heavy pistol for nomads. Wonderful, I love it.
0: Props. Hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, you see those three bodies start stirring. Jianyu, you are none the wiser. You are over at the, uh, the temple worshiping. Um, what are what are the rest of you doing? Um, About the... Guns.
1: Yeah, the moment she said ghouls, she'll not, she'll
0: daddy's it out. Okay. Uh, Minsky, what are you doing? You're over you're over by the railing outside of the gate.
3: Uh, yeah, after she brings up the ghouls, I'll probably uh, get my buzzsaw at the ready and sort of make my way over towards them.
0: All right. Uh so you start heading on in and uh by the time you start getting in you can see that those three uh the three bodies uh, you hear the uh, as as they start kind of uh standing up and uh from their bodies themselves you can tell that they they have been there lying on that ground for an extremely extremely long time. Their, uh, their clothing is totally drained of color, ravaged by the weather. Uh, their skin looks heavily irradiated, greenish, um, and the three of them uh, look like they had been there uh, when the bombs had gone off and uh, were probably trying to find themselves some partners. So what are you guys going to do? You see them standing up. I already have our initiative, uh, if you guys want to enter initiative. I yeah, mean, or... they're clearly bad guys, right? There's no... I don't know.
4: There's no see we don't diplomacy our way out of this one, right? You well, yeah, die? no, they're
1: goals. Um... Go ahead, what you gonna do? Goals that are just out, goals that are just out in the middle of nowhere and has, haven't made an effort to communicate. Which, I mean, if I was a goal, I would definitely be going... Being very verbal all the time to make sure people <laughs> knew I wasn't feral. Um, oh, just a quick note, Yeah. Uh, GM, mm-hmm. my initiative is 15 now because my agility went for up from 9 to 10.
2: Okay.
0: Yep, so anybody else change their initiative for agility? Anybody improve that or no? Yeah,
5: my initiative is uh, 13 because my perception went up 1. It's agility and perception, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm
0: 13. All right, I will add that on in. All right, so it is going to be Val, Sean, Jianyu, uh, and Camacho. Uh, but Camacho, you're the one who had noticed this, so I'm going to let you uh, take your action first, and then we'll go into our initiative. What are you going to do? You've <coughs> already drawn your pistol. You see these three standing
2: Hmm, torso shot to the closest one.
0: Alright, um, so, uh, you are one range band away, so you should be alright for that. Go ahead and roll your, um, I think it's agility, small, small guns? Yeah, it should be. Small guns agility. Yep. All right. Uh, so you uh, you you uh, kind of draw your pistol. You look over at them and you you, you fire what seems to be a warning shot. Uh, it misses all three of them, uh, even if you had attempted to uh, aim at this first one. Uh, the round seems to have mm-hmm. missed. Um, so we are now in initiative. And the three ghouls have now been, quote unquote, startled, and they are aware of all of your presence. Uh, And Val, you are up first. You see the three of them kind of uh, turn over and look at you. And uh, on page 355 in the core rulebook, that is what you are staring at. This sickly, disgusting green skin, teeth bared. What are you doing, Val? I think val is just going
4: to uh, stand his ground and shoot at the first one with okay. his with his hunting rifle all right so you've got um, a hunting
0: rifle they are two bands away so that is good for your distance uh, val
4: always aims for the chest okay um, that doesn't increase the uh, does not increase the difficulty and lets me re-roll the the
0: uh, uh, one of the D20s? Yep, 1D20. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I'm going to do that.
0: Alright, your difficulty is a 1. Yeah. Alright, you got 3, uh, so we've got 2 AP that we can add into our party AP, so those are shifted up for you guys. And you fire off that round, and it goes straight into one of the ghoul's chests. Okay, so you're shooting at this first one here. Go ahead and roll your damage. Holy shit. Nice. One, two, three, four. So that's four. Five damage, four effects. What effect does your rifle have?
4: Piercing. So it so it uh,
0: ignores hey. DR. Alright. Um so yeah, you uh <laughs> you fire around and it goes through this thing's chest. And uh, you have fucked this thing up pretty bad. Um, so let's put in minus one, two, three, four, five HP because you have pierced through its armor. All right. Um, next up in our order, unless you want to move. Do you want to move? Or a um, minor action?
4: No, there's really no minor action that I could take that would be helpful.
0: All right. And we've got Vampire Bites dropping in a critical injury, so uh, next person uh, who does not get an effect, you will get an additional effect on the weapon. Uh, So, since you're not moving, uh, Sean, go ahead. What are you gonna do?
1: I'm shoot at the remaining two, I think. Um, One shot after the other. We've got the action boy perk thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, So, one one shot and then for a second major it's an ap if i'm not mistaken is it one ap second major is one ap
0: yep
1: yeah so um yeah i'll roll to shoot the first one uh which whichever one i'm targeting the two that val didn't shoot at
2: all right
0: Um, uh so you're gonna shoot at this first one right back here um and since you are uh two distance bands away that's gonna add a bb so you've got db two
1: Why is this B20s acting the fall? One second, there you
0: go. really small guns. Alright, so your first shot goes wild. Um, You can spend your AP for that second round. And shoot the second one.
2: Yeah.
0: Alright, go ahead. I'm shooting at this guy right over here. Alright, two. Uh, so your, your round lands. So go ahead and roll your damage. We've got one round going through the chest of the first. Second round, uh, we are going to be hitting the uh, chest of the second one. So what damage you doing? Alright so you got an effect, uh, so that's going to be uh, two damage on him, and uh, your effect is suppressed so it is a quiet shot. All right. Uh, next up in our order, uh, Jianyu, uh you hear gunshots going off, or well, two gunshots going off. You don't hear the third one going off right behind you as you are as you are there on your on your bowing. What are you gonna do? So I'm pretty startled with that. Um, I can use
5: my minor action. I'm gonna pull up my handgun. I'm kind of fumbling with it and like turn, and I'm still on the ground. Um, and I'm going to take a shot at, at um, one of them, I
0: guess. This one looks like the closest, best line f- site for me. That is the one that is uninjured. So go ahead and roll. Um, you are uh, one distance band away, so uh, one knee. All right. Really uh... a small guy.
6: All right, you
0: and fire off a shot that goes wild. You seem to be a little bit too startled. You you just barely see them. You just fire off around that. one. Uh, you have a minor action. Is there anything you want to do? Uh, I, my my action is probably pulling my gun. Okay. Oh yeah yeah draw. All right, uh, Minsky. Yeah. Uh, you are you're coming in. You see uh, you see these three standing up. Uh, you hear three gunshots go off. Two of them are hit. What are you gonna
3: do? uh minsky's probably gonna move a little bit closer to them okay uh and uh fire off around from his his laser emitter all right uh which
0: one are you targeting uh the closest one here oh the one one on this Oh, yeah, closest one yeah let's do the closest one okay go ahead and uh, since this is energy weapons, I believe it's a slightly different check. Uh, perception energy weapons. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. All right, you fire off uh, an energy blast and uh, it misses. Uh, so you've used your movement and you've used your major action. Uh, Camacho, we are back to you. Uh, you see everybody start opening fire on these, uh, on these fools. Uh, what are you going to do? Same thing. Still got pistol in hand. You're gonna your shoot. Yep. All right. Which one are you gonna
2: aim for? Same one I shot at um, uh, the first time. Okay. So this one right here. Go ahead and roll.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: By the way, Modiphius, thank you very much for this excellently quick and fast uh, system here. I love it. Um, Alright, so uh, we got uh, we got two, and that's a tag skill, so that's going to be plus one AP for our party. Um, go ahead and roll your damage. By the way, uh, Raven, your uh, video is frozen.
2: Hmm. Give me a second. No worries.
0: And we also have uh, another minus two in our chat.
2: Oh. oh man!
0: There we go. All right. So uh, we've got in our damage. <clears throat> Do you have an effect on your pistol or no? No. Alright, uh, so you fire off a round, Essence. This is a critical hit. Um, you you shoot him in the right arm, and it's right arm, uh, as it's kind of reaching out towards you guys, his right arm seems to kind of go limp on his side. Um, and you've got a damage drop on him, so we are now at minus 6 health. Alright, um, do you move?
2: uh no stays I um, don't wanna stay put all right
0: uh so you stay put uh this thing's uh up in the front is looking pretty injured as it's staring you guys down and uh Minsky you can see the three of them uh you've moved the closest at this point uh the three of them start moving over towards you um and that front one gets up to you and tries taking a swipe at you. Um, it is attempting to hit you with a unarmed uh, so let's see I've got my 2d20 right here I got a 1 critical success and our damage is 3d6 with a radioactive physical damage but I believe that you are immune to radiation, correct? Right? Indeed. Uh, so you take damage as this thing swipes down and its hand gets crammed into your panel. kind of tears at it. Uh, This second one that is uh, actually closer over towards Camacho is going to be moving over towards Camacho. It's going to be taking a swipe at you. Uh, What is your uh, DR? What's your defense?
2: Um... Oh. When? Well. Alright. I get
0: one success. Alright, so three damage. One, two three. three. Alright, you take one damage, one radiation damage. And so the way that radiation damage works with our uh, character sheets is that radiation uh, does not directly hurt your health. What it does instead is it reduces your max health by one
2: well with my uh, with my armor um, I have two, neg- uh, two radiation resistance
0: does you have two radiation
2: resistance
0: uh, yeah. yeah if you have radiation resistance uh, that damage does not come in through to you yeah you've got two rad resistance lucky lucky uh, that thing swipes at you and uh, it doesn't seem to do much to you but there is a nice gash on your armor um, the third one I'm going to roll to see who it's going to go after. It's either going to be Camacho or it's going to be the other target of Minsky. So let's see. Uh, It's going to come over towards Minsky. So that second one shambles over to you and it takes a swipe at you. Uh, And it misses completely as it swipes at you. Uh, So that is our round here. Um, Next up is going to be Val. Val, what are you going to do? You see these things. One of them comes over to Camacho. Two of them are on Minsky. And one of them almost tears a panel off of Minsky.
4: Uh, I think uh, Val is going to need to protect Minsky. Is is, um, one of the ones attacking Minsky, (laughs) one of the ones that I already uh, shot,
0: Yes, it was the one that you put around through their chest.
4: Could I um, use Quick Draw to draw the machete? Use a minor action to uh, move a square or, or a space and then use an attack with the machete?
0: All right, go ahead and roll your Strength Melee. And Quick Draw uh, covers the drawing of the weapon, and your minor action is your... Machete. Machete. Come on, baby. Yes. Alright, you got one success. Go ahead and roll your damage. Alright, three damage. Uh, Tell us how you kill this thing.
4: Yeah, uh, so I think, uh, between having a soft spot for uh, Minsky's cool head in uh, horribly destructive situations, and also knowing that he has to help repair Minsky. Uh, he jumps to Minsky's aid and just comes in and, and does a, a swift, like, machete uppercut um, as the, the ghoul tries to come down with its arm. He slices through its arm and part of its head off, and then it just falls over to the ground dead.
0: All right, the thing is super dead as you cut part of its head off and it just drops down the floor. Um, Alright, our next up is Sean. Sean, you see him run up and just whack, whack cut part of this thing's head off and so this one right up here is dead. Uh, there is one that's coming over for Camacho and a second one on Minsky. What are you going to do? Um, I'll move
1: into the same... Oh, no. oh, actually, I don't need to move closer now. Cool. Um, I can do the same as I did before and this, this time I don't think I incur a penalty because they're closer um, okay. so I'll sh- shoot at one and then, uh, what's our AP like?
0: Uh, Decent so... oh, hold on one second let me this over game. there we go um, yeah, so uh, it's going to be a one they're now one distance man
1: Wait, yeah so i'll shoot at one um let's spend an ap to shoot at the second one and that's a
0: good old action boy that's the first shot Ooh. first shot's gonna be this one here nice. um and you landed in Fighting. uh you need to generate an ap congratulations uh so you've got one successful shot go ahead and roll to hit on the second Oh, there we go. We oh, damage. damage that one. Uh, one, two. Ooh. Uh, then
1: we've got a nice. three, four. Uh, silent round comes out, four damage comes out. Cool. Um, yeah, Is I we, did uh... put it in the chat, but I just, I just, um, because I, I thought that was strange and I just looked out because, like, logistically, it wouldn't make any sense. Um, mm-hmm. suppressed oh, isn't a damage effect. Oh, it just always works. Okay, it's, it's just always quiet. Yeah, no, Does way. that makes sense. Like, the gun is silent before the bullet hits them. So yeah, okay. Um,
0: and second shot. Second so shot's gonna be on this guy here. Alright, two successes. Go ahead and roll your damage. Nice. Uh, Holy shit. Tell us how you nice. kill this.
1: Uh... Um literally just it's 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 like a quick Whips the gun up almost quickly. Doesn't give his t- his arm time to like shake and miss the shot. You bring bring the fire, bring, bring the weapon up quickly and just <laughs> without thinking, um, reflexively really, and, and just double taps them. Bam, bam.
0: Awesome. They awesome. Drop one after the other. Well, one of them's still up. The one over by Camacho is still up. Ah, gotcha. Up, okay. but you do get okay. the other. Okay. So one round in one, headshot on the other as the second one drops down to the ground. Uh, Jianyu, you see um, you see Dalton uh, kind of bam, bam, uh, take out uh, one of them and injure the other. There's one left that's closest to you and Camacho, what uh, are you going to do?
5: So I'm going to kind of take a second, take a breath, aim as a minor action, and then pop off a round.
6: Okay.
4: And if
5: you guys are fine with it, I think I might spend one action point to
4: get another dice. Alright. Up to them. We've got a lot right right now, right? Like, we just
0: got a bunch. We We got, got like, four four or something. Yeah. Alright, so... right. Nice! Uh, That's one AP back. Uh, So, uh, you fire off your uh, your weapon. Go ahead and uh, roll for your pipe gun. your damage.
5: All right, and um, I'm gonna drop two extra ammo in there for extra damage because okay. I have a fire rate of two. So
0: that gets me all right. One, two, three, four. Four damage. All right, tell us how you kill this yeah. one. So I, I I take a
5: second, breathe, get my uh, bearings, aim carefully, and then just like kind of you know three round burst to to it, um, and just kind of center mass, and um, then afterwards, kind of like, oh, well, it looks like that's over, you know, sort of thing. Um, because I was a little surprised by this whole event.
0: Yeah, so, uh, you guys took out those, uh, those three rules very, very handily, um, you're, you're out of initiative now. Um, and you can see that the, uh, the rain is starting to uh, slowly roll in overhead. It looks like it'll be on you uh, all in just a moment. Uh, but you have these three dead bodies now that are lying down on the ground. Uh, these ghouls uh, have been there uh, pre-war. Uh, you guys have a couple of choices that you can make. You can try to uh, just go in for shelter right now. You can try looking around the area for any loot. Uh, you can rob the bodies of these poor people who were just looking for girlfriends and uh, turned into ghouls. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Uh,
4: I think it would be best... I, I think Vale is going to real quick uh, check the bodies and then get undercover. We can we can scavenge when it's safer. Afterwards, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah Sean will just get, go inside um, and clear... Sort of set about clearing the inside, I suppose.
2: How about we pile them up and burn the bodies? We could do that too. Yeah, um, you I know, don't have a
4: think...
0: lot of fuel. Uh, you, well, hold on a second. Uh, so you know, uh, because you've been to temples before, Gian, uh, you at least. Um, inside of the temple proper itself, there's probably a storage of ghost money. It is a uh, Highly, highly flammable paper. Um, that literally, it just takes a couple of sparks and the stuff goes up like crazy. And yes, I'm getting very, very weird look from uh, <laughs> from Logar right now. Yes, it's literally called I... ghost money, and it's hyper flammable. No, I
4: just, I just assume that like that would be real not okay if like right, like that's this is clearly like. It's kind of like robbing a wishing well, but worse. Yep. <laughs> right? Okay. That's all right. I just wanted to make sure that we're always on the same page. On, on, yeah. What, <laughs>
0: those, oh, yeah. Ghost that money is it's, it's money you give to ghosts. No, I got it. Yeah. It, yeah. That is a it's super very straightforward, straightforward, super bad juju. Uh, but uh, right. it, 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 it's repellent.
2: Um, okay. Okay. So an alternative would be to tie all the bodies together and tie it to a post or something. Up to you guys. What do you guys want to do? So they can't like. And just in case uh, they can't, um, uh, they can't come chasing after us again.
4: Um, do we <laughs> see have any, any
0: uh, today? Yes, vampire. You've made them very paranoid. We've done this together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is there any indication that maybe they have
4: that they have the same uh, that they are also infected with the ooze?
0: Mr. Ooze, uh, go ahead and roll me a perception uh, and a science roll, or a perception medicine roll. Cough, cough, Minsky. Cough, 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 cough. I'm better bite. at
4: science. Take a look as well.
0: Yes, Vampire Bites. That is the that is the name of the game for me and all of my current and previous players. Is literally. Uh, it is my job to make all of you paranoid as fuck. That's uh, that's what I'm here for. Um, less so much in Nomads. Nomads is more action packed, '80s Mad Max, blow shit up. But uh, this is a grimdark setting of horror. So yeah, if you guys aren't somewhat terrified, then I'm not doing the job. All right. So <laughs> Minsky isn't totally sure. Two um, ha! <laughs> Uh, but it was a DV one, so it's it's a twenty. So you, you didn't go into that uh, that critical failure, Minsky Don't worry. Uh, but Val, uh, you don't see any of the any of the, uh, the those those metal things sticking out. You don't see any of those odd uh, little spikes. You don't see any of the black. Okay. Um. Other
4: question: Are ghoulish bodies radioactive? And like, do we take damage from being near them?
0: Uh, you would take uh, radiation damage if you physically interact with their bodies.
4: Oh, okay. So, like, when I, you know,
0: touch them to check their pockets, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't want to do that now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you you would roll, oh, and wait. I would find out if you would take radiation damage or not. Oh,
5: it'll be fine. I mean, I got Brahma Nog that heals radiation. It does it does it's yeah two points of radiation what Brahmin milk it heals two points of radiation
0: you might want to you might oh, want to uh. store the shit out of that holy hell i've I been what i'm holding
4: something. i think that's why he's been so adamant about it
0: <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, which, which kind of makes a lot more H-160. sense now. one sixty. One sixty. Awesome.
5: Blood
0: beverage. It heals
6: one
5: uh, one hit point and heals two radiation. Holy
0: shit, it does. Holy hell! Wow. Wow. Modivius Brahmin milk is so op. It
5: is <laughs> <laughs> seriously.
0: I mean, you turn irradiated water into drinkable milk. Alright. Or nog. Or nog, yeah. Well, I mean, drinkable is really uh, that's a subjective (laughs) uh, subjective term. Relative.
3: Lots lots of things are drinkable.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is a a thick, yellow, warm fluid. Off, off, off yellow, off white. (laughs) (laughs) tasty
5: delicious get that yellow knob stash in there
1: (laughs) (laughs) Soaks all the radiation up yeah
0: oh my god all right I'm no longer
3: hungry for breakfast Um, (laughs) what are the lot of
6: you all going
3: to do yeah I'll I'll just start pilfering the pockets (laughs) all right um okay,
0: go ahead and roll give me one second. Uh go ahead and roll me a uh oh, goodness gracious, what is that? Uh survival uh perception. All right, two successes, cool, cool, cool. One second. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, so, let us see. Uh, ghouls, what is our pilfering? Because you you don't want to butcher them, I assume. Uh, so let's pilfer. I don't think anybody wants to eat ghoul cool meat. We don't have the Mad Queen here, so there's no candles. <laughs> all right. So uh, that next page. All right. So uh, inventory: uh, two junk items can be found on the bottom, which can be salvaged. All right. So uh, you find uh, two combat dice worth of junk items. So let's see how many junk. Uh, you find three pieces of junk, uh, rummaging around in the first one's pockets. Nice. Do you check the second one?
3: Uh, yeah. Why not?
0: Go ahead and roll again. Perception, survival. and then everyone has goals. Goals they always
1: carry, like, glue. one cap and a lead
4: pencil.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or
1: like a fork. Useless.
4: Yeah. 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 I imagine Minsky, like, like reaching into his pocket and pulling out just, like, a long metal ruler that clearly could not fit in there,
0: but that's a good joke on him, I don't know. <laughs> All right. uh, Minsky, you find another piece of... uh knowledge. I'm oh, sorry, another piece of junk. i go ahead and roll one more time. <laughs> An unrealistically long ruler, and as you finally pull it out, it turns out it's a tape measure. It rolls back up on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, that is it. So you find a grand total of four pieces of junk on them. <clears throat> You can keep those. You can give them to Jianyu. If you don't want them, I'll take them.
3: Shark, How about it? Excellent. You might want to dip them in the milk junk to wash here. the radiation off.
0: <laughs> oh, it should be alright. Right. Once you're done interacting, then yeah, they're <laughs>
5: hey, This is um, good junk. You don't don't find
0: a ruler this long every day. <laughs> okay. 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 Sorry, my uh, my my brain my brain went elsewhere. <clears throat> oh god, <laughs> there we go. So, excuse me. What are you guys doing now that you have salvaged those three bodies? Um, you are. You got this temple there. You've got the uh, the big. Uh, oh god, what what do they even call it? It looks like a huge furnace, like a big cylindrical furnace. <coughs> That's where they always burn the ghost money. It's got a little door where you throw the ghost money in and smoke comes out of the top. Um, and then you've got this little area where those three ghouls were at, where you can throw your uh, your, your wood, wood pieces. So, big temple, furnace, um, worshipping area on the side.
4: What are you gonna well, do? we have to get away from from the from the rain, so whatever has has uh, the biggest overhead that could fit us all.
0: Uh, that would be the inside of the temple. Um, and... Uh, uh, Jianyu, uh, well, actually... Even... Uh, even, Val, you would know this because you knew about the taboo of, you know, stealing ghost money. Um, <laughs> you know for a fact that Entering into a temple's area where they keep all of the gods and the shrines, like under the actual temple area, uh, that is also bad juju. Like, that is that is pretty pretty bad luck. But this is I this is the apocalypse, and uh, I don't I, I think only one of the th- five of you is like actively Buddhist or Taoist, so.
4: I, I, I think Val would be okay with that juju. Okay. Jeez. It's different. I, I, he could, I could explain my way out of it, but yeah, that's just, yeah, he would, <laughs> you know, the first one is like stealing something from someone and the second one is like, well, hey, look, I'm sorry, but it's we have a thing called blood rain now, so can we just, we'll, we'll be in here for a little bit, then we'll go. It's rainy, guys.
0: Come on. <laughs> The, right. the world already ended once. The world did already end. <laughs> uh, let me pull this up, and I'm going to send it over on our Discord as well. You guys can see what the interior looks like. It's quite beautiful, I do have to say. Uh, send compressed, yes. Uh, so for those of you who are chilling out in our audience and may be curious as to what the heck I am talking about, <clears throat> uh, they are going to the inside of a temple. Um and I'm gonna see if I can actually open this up on my page because I have it on Discord. Ch-ch-ch-ch, open original. There we go. Uh, so yeah, this is what the inside of the temple looks like. It's quite beautiful. Um, on the uh, on the sides of this main table. Uh, they have these uh, these beautiful collections where they have all these gods and these little uh, shrine forms. Up in the front you have these tables where a lot of the actual like uh, uh, temple temple people and the monks uh, they would go to. And all the way in the back, uh, this is this is the uh, the thing you always have to kind of keep in mind is that going all the way into that back space uh, would, According to Taoism and Buddhism, that would actually get you like actively cursed by the gods if you disrespected their space. So. so, are the 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 three like statues in the background there are they are they three gods? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they are the three gods of the temple, uh, and they are the ones that represent the relationships and love. Uh, trying to uh, trying to unite unite people, and it seems as if the uh, the three people outside that had come here to worship in the first place, uh, they didn't really luck out, I guess, because the bombs fell while they were there. Uh, so yeah, who knows? Uh, but as you well, now they found each other in eternity. So, I mean, so would it be
4: would it be bad? Or uh to enter
5: into the, like the, the closer part where I've seen in your picture rather than all the way the back. Um or is it bad juju all the way and the back's
0: just worse or uh so trying to get an idea of... it, it's 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 not the best idea to enter the like the whole area period unless you've been granted permission. Um and it is off limits in Taoism to get into that space all the way back. So you can go inside, um, as long as you don't disrespect the space. You should be okay, according to your belief system. All right, all right. Then uh, yeah, I'll lead lead Dynamo
5: in there, but we're gonna kind of keep our distance from the main uh, altar there at the very back. Uh, and I think out kind of reach. Yeah, I'm gonna lead him in, just just inside. We want like some shelter, but not.
0: Alright, uh, roll Did me one D two, please. And I'm gonna call it even right now. Uh, yeah, you walk out, you walk the prominent. Um, did a lot of you as well enter the area? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think so, yeah. Alright. Uh, now you guys have a couple of choices. You can just hunker down and chill out in the area. Uh, you can try looting and scavenging in the area. Uh, what do you want to do?
4: Uh, yeah, Sean's gonna look around for anything useful.
0: All right, uh go ahead and rule me a uh perception survival
2: okay, I'll do the same thing all right this
4: is like the big area that it's not okay to be in right
2: That's where we where we are.
0: It's not okay to disrespect, yes, oh, okay. One second, I am rolling on here until I get to temple. My goodness, gracious. I just keep rolling and rolling. Where where is it? Temple? Temple. Public park, industrial warehouse, outcropping, grocery store, clinic. Farm, garage, gymnasium, come on! Everything but a temple. Oh my goodness. Wow, a power plant. That would be nice right now.
6: Hmm.
0: Alright, I'm just going to open up the code and break it out of the code. Alright, so you are looking for a temple. So, let's see. Public and temple. Alright, cool. Uh, so, our... What did we get? So, Sean, you've got uh, one success, and uh, go ahead and roll your mm. uh, Perception Survival as well, Camacho, because you said you wanted to scavenge around the area. <clears throat> Alright, one success as well. Okay, so for our uh, public area, what do we have? Let's roll on here for a table.
2: Wow, my brain. Okay
0: all right so do we have clothing uh yes yeah, so you find some clothing uh that was left over inside of the area uh what you find is you see an old army helmet uh that is left on top of one of the little tables there uh sean so you find that army helmet that's chilling up there okay i'll bag that and Kamato got one success as well uh, you are actually able to find some food inside of this place that was left down as an offering at one point in time. Uh, what you find is a, uh, a noodle cup. Uh, so you find a noodle cup that's still sealed pre-war. Pretty rare to find those intact. And so the two of you, uh, are able to scavenge those inside the temple. Um... Is there anybody else that wanted to scavenge inside of this temple?
4: Yeah, I, Val will take a look around, and now, yeah, I think especially now that Camacho has found like a cup of noodles sealed pre-war, Val's like, mm.
6: okay,
0: go ahead and roll perception survival. Your stomach always wins out, doesn't it, Val? We still have some plus twos in chat, so uh, if you do get uh, no successes, we can use that. All right, so you got a success. Uh, You are able to hunt down while you're looking around. Uh, uh, You're able to find, as uh, as Sean's looking over in this area, and he finds this army helmet, uh, you actually see, as he's picking it up, he doesn't even notice himself. Uh, You see that there were a couple of rounds of ammunition that were sitting there, and, uh, you find a small box of 38 rounds, uh, eight, eight bullets of 38. Damn. Okay. That's pretty good haul for, uh, for, for Fallout Asia, uh, getting eight bullets. I know, I, of I, months,
4: I, it's, so. it, it's... It's so it's funny to like be upset about it like knowing like that's so many bullets uh, but you know I'm, I need to be I need to say stock on the 308 ammo which is not not great to come by
0: all right um so uh, Minsky are you doing anything
3: uh, I yeah I suppose as as long as he sees everyone else doing it he'll uh, take a look around.
0: Alright, go ahead. <laughs> Alright. Um and you have a seven. We could use uh we could use a couple of plus twos since they're stacked up and get you one success. Do you want to do that? Uh yeah, why not? All right. Uh so we'll use up our plus two. So let me pull that up real quick. Uh, a thank you goes out to Wait, those are minus twos. Vampire, did you mean to give them minus twos or plus twos? We have to roll under. Under, right. Oh my god, okay, my brain. Ugh. Okay, <laughs> so uh, we'll take those from Vampire. So thank you very much, Vampire. And Another one comes from my girlfriend. Um, all right, cool. Uh, so you are able to find... Let's pull up our loot table. Uh, you're able to find in the back, uh, there's a, uh, there, there's a vending machine, uh, that had been, uh, left in the back, uh, that had been, uh, probably used, and stocked up by the people that work there, the, the, temple people that live there. Um, and you're able to, uh, oh wait, hold on, vending machine, where's my vending machine? There it is. Uh, you're able to find three empty glass bottles. It looks as if they were all consumed. Jianyu? Do you want to scavenge inside of the temple? No, Jianyu is
5: going to go around and kind of clean up the temple. Any of those little statues that have been knocked over and things like that, brush leaves off the table and the chairs and kind of just tidy up around the area. Um, Kind of, I feel like I need to earn my keep under here um, while we're waiting out.
0: That sounds like a very smart idea. Go ahead and (laughs) roll me a... A endurance survival check. Endurance survival. <laughs> all right. He's more superstitious. Yes, he is. Certainly is. Uh, nice. All right. Uh, so that is one AP. Uh, this is actually this is the tail end of our session, but I'll still copy that over. Um, so. Uh, you're able to, uh, you're able to clean the area up, uh, write a couple of things that had fallen over. You're able to uh, get some of the, the ghost money that had been spread out. Blown around on the floor, you're able to kind of stack that back up and put it back where it's supposed to be. You're able to rearrange the incense sticks, and you guys spend uh, you guys spend quite a bit of time while you're, you're looking around while he's cleaning everything up. And uh, as uh, as you all are are doing this, you can hear the pitter patter of rain outside as the rain starts to come down, and you can hear the quiet sizzle of the rain as it drops down on the ghouls that were left out there. Um, And uh, you're able to smell that acrid smell uh, that all of you have experienced before. And it is definitely acid rain that's coming down outside in a light shower. Uh, The acid rain that is coming down outside, I'm just going to let you all know, because this is going to be the issue that we are dealing with uh, next time around, uh, is that the acid rain will cause two poison damage for every ten minutes spent outside. So, you guys are luckily undercover. Now, as uh, as uh, all of you are kind of looking around, you're all are all focusing on your stuff, trying to discover things. Um, Jianyu, uh you're you're cleaning things up, you're organizing, you're you're kind of uh, trying to take care of this area. And uh, what you notice is, is that on the ground there's a uh, there seems to be uh, well poop, animal animal poop. Um. But this this animal poop uh, is not the kind of size that you would expect. Um, it's pretty large animal poop, a large pile of animal poop. You clean it up and kind of brush it off to the side, and then you see another pile of this dried animal poop elsewhere as you are cleaning up. Um, and it's this kind of grayish, whitish... Uh, dried out looks like at one point it was liquid poop that was on the ground and it finally uh, starts occurring to you that uh, something may have been living inside of here so go ahead and give me a perception check
5: uh perception survival yes please Ah, uh, we're close to the end of the session. I'm thinking I should spend some AP. Go for it. Uh, what do we have? You have five AP. Five. Should I do one and get three dice, or should I do three AP and get four dice?
0: Go for Broke. It's our last roll, okay. right? Do three, yeah. Yeah, it's probably you. Do
6: it. Um... um
5: And I am definitely going to reroll that, uh, uh, complication with a piece of
0: luck. Alright. Please remember that you won't be restoring that luck until you sleep again, so... Yeah, I know.
5: But I do not want that. Three successes.
0: Uh, Yes, so, uh... You get AP back, but it's the end of the session. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Luckily, you did decide to re-roll that 20 because as you're sweeping around and as you're cleaning up, uh, you you start looking around and you notice that this poop looks similar to something you had seen a lot when you were a kid. Um, And that's what they call uh, these adorable little geckos uh, that they call wall dragons here in Taiwan. Uh, Wall dragons are these adorable little chirping geckos. They're about this big. Uh, they crawl around, and they're really, really popular here in Taiwan because they will eat mosquitoes, they eat cockroaches, they eat ants. Um, so it's actually a sign of good luck if you have a uh, wall dragon inside your house. And they have these adorable little chirps. Uh, but what you notice as you are cleaning up is that these, uh, these piles of poop are not these little tiny splats that uh, wall geckos leave behind. Uh, these are piles of poop around this large. Um, and uh, you're you're sweeping this up and uh, you just kind of slowly look up as you start thinking to yourself and uh, you see amidst all of the wonderful uh, carvings and embossments that they have on the roof and internal ceiling of this building uh, there is a wall dragon up there Um, not the size of the normal little gecko wall dragons but the size of the one outside of the main gate This thing is roughly about 15 meters long, curled around the uh, designs up on the ceiling. And it seems to still be quietly sitting there, staring at the five of you moving around. And that's where we're going to be ending our session, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Let's go to the temple! Get out of the rain!
0: (laughs) It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. They said, "Let's get out of the rain." They said, "Let's scavenge inside go, of the temple." They said, "Awesome." Uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's our session, folks. Um, I am super happy to be back, um, and I have some absolutely wonderful news to share with all of you. Uh, first and foremost, uh, tomorrow we, of course, have our cyberpunk. Goes nomad Uh, session will be at the exact same time on the exact same bat channel here on cyber nation uncensored for twitch and uh the wonderful news little drum roll uh next week i will be done grading my finals before the weekend rolls around and so we will have our sessions uh for both uh fallout and for cyberpunk on the 21st and 22nd of this january Uh, So, we are done with our breaks and hiatuses. We are back on the roll. Um, We are going to be on on the 21st and 22nd. We'll be here for the 28th and 29th. We will be here all through February because I'm also on vacation. Yeah! Uh, So, yes, we have a bunch of upcoming sessions. We have an interesting fight ahead of us. And we also have our wonderful cyberpunk nomad to look forward to tomorrow evening so with that being shared with all of you i'm going to shut up i'm going to let our players outro themselves and then we will see all of you later uh so let's start off with stink palm go for it
5: all right uh yeah it was a great session i'm tracy you can catch me at stink palm 007 twitter twitch uh discord etc um I had a lot of fun with this session. Um, and yeah, can't wait till the next one. I mean, we got a giant lizard to deal with. That'll be a blast. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks for joining us.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you.
4: Uh, Logar, go for it. Hey, uh, my name is Logar the Ogre. You can find me at which, uh, twitch.tv slash LogarTheOgar Twitter LogarTheOgar and uh, my Instagram and Uh every Sunday I run a uh, Starfinder campaign um, most Sundays 7 o'clock EST uh, so I'd love for you guys to come
0: check that out awesome awesome thank you uh, Johnny Drop go for
3: it I'm Johnny Drop you can catch me over on the CyberNation Uncensored Discord with that name um Catch me here every Friday and Saturday. So good to be back to both of these campaigns now. Um, and if you'd like, you can check out my SoundCloud at ArcSign. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Uh, go for it. Uh, read it.
2: Hey, I'm Raven. Uh, I've had the pleasure of playing your um, Merc Survivor Camacho. You can find me all over the internet under Doña Teresa Cuerval. Thank you all
1: right wrap us up captain mark uh yeah captain mark 87 here on the discord you can find me here uh cyberpunk tomorrow over at uh twitch.tv forward slash heroes in theory on sundays and i forgot to mention it earlier but um if you watch other stuff on this channel um you've probably seen some of the games with some of the roll to cast guys um ellen in particular Ellen is, uh, they've got a slight overlap with our Cyberpunk game tomorrow, so watch one and VOD the other, whichever one. Um, Ellen is guesting over at Heroes in Theory tomorrow, and they're doing a all-barred one-shot, and she'll be on there. Um, so do uh, check that out when you get the time, and uh, come check us out playing Cyberpunk tomorrow as well.
0: That sounds like an absolute blast, and I can definitely see uh, mm. Ellen jumping in his all-barred all barred cast. Um, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, GM Capricious Nature. Uh, I've been our overseer for today, and I will be our game master for tomorrow. I hope all of you have enjoyed the session, gotten a little bit of an interesting taste of Taiwanese culture and funness, as well as finally figuring out what God's name is that black smear. Uh, so next week, we're going to find out, What's going on with this giant wall dragon that's not on a wall. It seems to be planted in on a ceiling. And then hopefully we will see what's going on over in Sun lake. Folks, I will see all of you tomorrow for Nomads. And I will see all of you next week for Fallout Asia. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.
6: Congratulations.